What's up, y'all? I got a dance deal for you, Chicago. Hubbard Street Dance heats up the Harris Theater stage with its spring series of joy next week. Now, this is some of the most dynamic, cutting-edge contemporary dance made by the world's leading choreographers right here in Chicago. I'm excited for Echoes of Our Ancestors by Maria Torres, among other creators. But you can only catch it for three performances between May 17th and May 19th. Luckily, CityCast Chicago listeners can get tickets in any section for 20% off using code CityCast online or over the phone. Visit HubbardStreetDance.com for details and use code CityCast. Today on CityCast Chicago, Black History Month, Mardi Gras, Lunar New Year, Valentine's Day. It may be the shortest month of the year, but that just means Chicago's got even more to do in less time. The CityCast team has got your guide to February. It's Thursday, February 1st. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago's talking about. I'm here with producer Michelle Navarro. Hey, Jacoby. What am I, G? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. How about you? I ain't out here complaining. We also joined by executive producer Simone Alisea. Morning, my friend. Good morning, Jacoby. All right. So this February, we always talk about how it's shorter, but it's actually longer than most of the Februarys. We are in a leap year, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, from big headlines to cool events, CityCast Chicago is having conversations five days a week about what's happening in this city. Uh, but it's good to kick off the month with a look ahead, you know, starting with a little bit of a, a guide towards February. We're going to start with uh, the the weather outside. This unusually warm weather we're experiencing in February, uh, we're looking at highs of 40 even hitting in the 50s with lows in the 20s and some chilly, nice sprinkle throughout, right? I looked at the forecast. Rain is definitely going to be our friend. Uh, we we going to have maybe snow hit us a couple of days, but I don't know. For the most part, it, it, was, it, it was looking pretty nice to me. Uh, Simone, how you plan on taking advantage of, of what seems like a milder February? Yeah, I mean, at least the temperatures are not so bad, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's, it's still probably going to be cloudy. And I know that that can get people down. Uh, but I feel like just trying to maintain that winter habit of stepping outside, taking a walk. Uh, my other cloudy weather tip that I will give is even when it's like cloud cover, you have no idea where the sun is. You should still put sunscreen on because those UV rays are still coming through the clouds. I have transition lenses on my glasses and they still turn dark. That's how you know that the sun is still hitting you. So you got to put that sunscreen on even when you don't think you have to. It's my number one cloudy tip. Uh, you can take that <laughs> and run with it. <laughs> I think in February I might get the bike back out. I haven't ridden my bike on the lake since. <laughs> Maybe November, maybe early November. I can't remember. So it's definitely been a couple of months to this point, though. So that's one way I might be taking advantage of the weather. Michelle, what about you? What's way, one way you're going to be maybe getting outside a little bit more? I'm honestly just going to go on walks. I really miss just going on a walk for a walk's sake. It's my favorite, like, activity for my brain after I work all day or just feel like I've been cooped up inside. So I just feel like I'm going to take random walks around the city. Um is probably what I'm going to do. And also you inspired me because I miss cycling a lot and I am on the search for a bike. So maybe I'll also get on that. 
Man, I took so long to buy a bike, G, but I love that for you, getting yourself reacquainted. And if you get yourself a bike, that's a, a, a much easier way to do some of the sightseeing and, and neighborhood uh, viewing you want to do this this uh, spring. February 1st also means it's the start of Black History Month, and there are going to be plenty of ways to celebrate across the city of Chicago and not only celebrate to learn. And so obviously we need to start off uh, with a little bit of black history, uh, a black history fun fact, uh, which is it has its origins like so many other dope things in the city of Chicago. Black History Month, the actual the actual celebration. Black History Month as a concept has its origins in the city of Chicago. On September 9th, 1915, Carter G. Woodson, uh, Dr. Carter G. Woodson, met at the old Wabash YMCA. It's no longer open, uh, but he met with uh, A.L. Jackson, Dr. George Cleveland Hall, James E. Stamps to form the Association of the Study of Negro Life and History. Uh, and then they they came up with a Negro Achievement Week which would go on to be Negro History Week, which would then become Black History Month down the line. Uh, and, and so, you know, I, I, I would hope that during this month, people are also, uh, you know, not just celebrating, not just going to, to the day parties, getting the, the Black Restaurant Week specials, you know, but also hitting up the museums. And so there are plenty of ways for people to get out here. Uh, Simone, what are some of the top ways you think people can, can get, into that, uh, uh, get into that vibe this month? Yeah, well, thinking about the the decent-ish weather that we've got and trying to get outside, um, the Cook County Forest Preserves is hosting a series of walks um, that are Black History related. So on February 7th at the Dan Ryan Woods, they are hosting these Black History Month story trails where you know, you take kind of a hike through the Dan Ryan Woods and there are a series of um, stories about prominent black figures uh, that you can learn about. They're also hosting later this month on February 24th and 25th, Underground Railroad Rock starting at the Sandridge Nature Center in South Holland. So I think that's just a really, like I said, a way to take advantage of the weather. It's sort of a different, you know, if you're not as interested in maybe sitting for a lecture or something like that. This is a different way to kind of get some of that history um, and get outside to boot at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, packed events, the DuSable Museum's Black History Month calendar uh, has tons of things coming up from film screenings, but also filmmaking discussions. They're going to have a filmmaking workshop with Nikki Turner. Uh, on February 5th. From what I see, they're also going to have dance events, uh, African Roots of Spanish Dance at 10 a.m. on February 14th. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll be doing history lectures on things like the Chicago Defender, uh, which is uh, one of the first black newspapers uh, in the country. And so definitely tap in with that. We'll drop the link to that. Uh, Michelle, what are some of the events that you're looking forward to this month? Um, so this month, I'm definitely going to check at, um, you know, Chicago Public Library's programming for Black History Month. Um, so I see that today there's going to be a creative writing club exploring black writers. Um, there's film screenings. Um, there's community cinema events. Um, also, just kind of like conversations and panelists that are going to happen throughout the month, which I'm definitely going to check out. Um, and also, there's going to be a show that I will be checking out called We Gotta Get Back to the Crib, and it's at the Rebuild Foundation um, down in Grand, Grand Co- Crossing. And it is a show from Studio Kerr, which is led by Black designer Michael Bennett. 
And he teamed up with a good old friend of mine, the late Imhotep Blot, and they created a sculptural furniture um, under their studio. And so that is at the sixth flat um, by the Rebuild Foundation. And this is their inaugural show. And the space is beautiful. It literally looks like a crib, like you walk in like an apartment building. And it's just a beautiful place to look at sculptural furniture, which I really enjoy to look at. And so it's, it's also just a reminder, like you mentioned, like, you know, looking at Black history, looking at Black art, not just during Black History Month, but, you know, all year round. And so I'm really looking forward to see, um, you know, their work, um, especially because this is an old friend of mine. You were talking about how much you like kind of sculpted furniture. I know the Museum of Science and Industry has a great exhibit uh, of like dope furniture you can check out. But while you're there, you can see the Black Creativity Juried Art Exhibition. It's one of the oldest um, black art exhibitions in the country. It's actually the longest running exhibition of black art, uh, which has been on display at the MSI since 1970. Uh, so that's one thing to check out. And then I want to give one more shout out to uh, the tribe. If you go to their website and go to their events, calendar, which is called The Scene. They put me on a couple of events. Uh, one that I'm going to go to this weekend, which is the Sojourner Truth Film Festival. Uh, it's been going on in Chicago for decades uh, and it's taking place all day Saturday at the MCA. Uh, so I'm going to try and pull up on that in the morning. Uh, but then they also got the Melanin Roots and Culture Film Series, which is going to be at the Music Box Theater. Uh, and I mentioned earlier the Wabash Y. And on February 24th, they're hosting a history exhibit as well as an open house and a and a, a vendor's market there. Uh, so you can check that out as well. We got plenty of events all month long that you can check out where you can learn something, uh, where you can shop with black vendors. Uh, black Restaurant Week is going to be kicking off for two weeks from February 11th to 20 to the 25th. Uh, so make sure you tap in with chicago.citycast.fm to see our events calendar. Make sure you subscribe to our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, as well. Are you self-conscious about your smile? Do you only allow yourself a closed mouth grin? Well, with Aligner Experts, there's no reason for you to diminish your smile. As orthodontists, they have the privilege of witnessing the remarkable transformation of patient smiles, which often translates into a profound boost in their confidence. Yet, there always seems to be a deterrent. I ain't got the time, I don't have the funds. Luckily, Aligner Experts is redefining convenient and accessible clear aligner solutions. With customizable treatments, transparent pricing, and their cutting edge 3D scanners and dental monitoring technology, you can transform your smile through the convenience of your own schedule. Stop in at their West Loop or Lakeview Clinic today for your complimentary smile assessment. Aligner Experts, your destination for advanced clear aligner solutions. P.S. They got another clinic on the way, so stay tuned for their Old Town location. And then we got Valentine's Day, which, let's just be real. When you walk outside your house, when you go into a store, all the displays is there. All of the advertising is here. They trying to get your coin for Valentine's Day. Uh, Simone, you got any plans already? We, we are two weeks out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, 
Valentine's Day is on a Wednesday this year, which I think uh, makes it either tough or easy, depending on your point of view. You're celebrating the the weekend before or the weekend after. On the day on Wednesday, um, I'm going to be doing what I am doing every single Wednesday, which is playing Dungeons and Dragons at the Raven Room in Ravenswood. <laughs> it's a bar uh, up on Ravenswood. Um, but it is still cute because that's where my boyfriend and I met. We met playing Dungeons and Dragons at this bar. So it's like Aww. still kind of Valentine's Day related, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's it cute. Is. I like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a good time. It's fun. It's a open open D and D group. Um. So yeah, c- come come swing through if you got nothing better to do on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the right day for me to play my first ever game of Dungeons and Dragons and learn how to play. It's very welcoming to newcomers, Jacoby. It's it's all. Oh, I bet. I, I was bet. a new player last year. It was it was totally fun. Maybe the Wednesday after. <laughs> booed up off the D&D what about you Michelle you doing anything fun for Valentine's Day um I don't have plans yet but maybe I'm hoping because it's I have surprise plans we'll see um <laughs> interesting dropping that dropping that little I was gonna say the way, that, the way you just put that in there <laughs> I I love Valentine's Day Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday I love pink and red and hearts and flowers and chocolates your favorite holiday in the whole year or of February of like of like the top half of the year like I of think the, whole, of the year? whole year oh my yeah. gosh damn I that, do. Like, so the rest of your year is just like uh, the the, the I mean, I, I love holidays in general, but if I had to have to pick, I just really enjoy Valentine's Day. And it's not even it, it's it's not even just like on the romantic level. Like I love my friends and I love love. And so whether I'm in a relationship or not, like I just go all out and I like buying my friends flowers and I like, you know, buying my sister things and my niece and just like just so you know just show love like i really mm. enjoy that and um yeah so i think like ahead of valentine's day i'm gonna start planning by buying like little things for the women in my life who i really love um but i'm hoping to maybe check out do something i know that the um the planetarium uh is open late and offers free admission to illinois residents on wednesday evening so that's like definitely a cheap valentine's day date you know if you want to pull up to the planetarium and also there is the orchid show at the chicago botanic garden um you know the annual showcase which is going to show ten thousand blooms from all over the world and that starts february 10th and it goes all the way until next month so maybe that's also something i think i might check out they do this like after hours show too where they have like a menu and like cocktails which i think is very like date night which is also pretty cool i'm not gonna lie though you listening to you talk about that i feel I feel even more cynical. I'm just like, damn, I didn't even think of it like that. I'm just thinking about getting getting, getting my pockets hit up. And you were just like, you know, love. I love love. I'm thinking about my <laughs> friends. I'm thinking about my family. I'm just sharing And it love. doesn't have to be a lot of money. Like, I, when I, like, get my, I'll get my friends, like, like those, like, small little bouquets from, like, Trader Joe's yeah. that are a couple bucks. And, like, maybe, like, a little, like, chocolates from the dollar store. Like, you know, something like that is just, like, it goes a long way. And, yeah, I just, I love it. I, like, eat it all up. I love that for you. I love that for you. <laughs> I hope I do something like craft related. I, I really would like to do something like painting. I was like, we talked about Black Restaurant Week, Chicago Restaurant Week. I feel like last year was me and T like Chicago Restaurant Year. That's all we did mm, was mm, spend a mm. whole bunch of money at restaurants. And well, I think we will still 
continue to do that. Uh, I think w- some of the things we really enjoyed most was things like making candles, things like making rugs, things like painting. And so I'm, I'm trying to get into uh, more uh, sort of like chill and relaxed events that we can enjoy together, but also moving more to like that kind of like that speakeasy vibe mm. obviously we we gonna have a whole conversation at another time about what is a speakeasy what is it not but i mean at least from the like sort of let's just go in and chill yeah mm-hmm. chill yeah. very sophisticated mm-hmm. i love like the candle making the paint and sip that kind of thing mm-hmm. i will say though if you're hearing us talking and you're like oh my god gross I don't want to do any of that. All of y'all love love. Not y'all, not you sharing love with your friends and your family. Not your painting. Not you doing D&D. If Valentine's, Day, if Valentine's Day is more, uh, not so much a cause for celebration for you, definitely want to shout out what Brookfield Zoo is doing out in the West Suburbs. And Bro, This is nasty work. Nasty work. They are hosting their annual cockroach naming. So for 50, you make a $15 donation and you can name a Madagascar hissing cockroach after your ex or after somebody else you don't like, whatever, whatever you got to do. And That's so petty. It's so, <laughs> so petty. If you do it by 5 p.m. Monday, they put all these names up on a wall and you get a certificate that says that here's the cockroach and it has this name and you can write any notes that you need to write, whatever you got to say about the person you're naming it after or why you're naming it after this person. I, I personally wouldn't do this, um, <laughs> but I love this for others. I think I this love is the a, concept. I love the concept. I think it's great. I think it's a great option. I remember when I was at the Lincoln Park Zoo and we were walking around and like just walking by the like cockroach wall there, which is like teeny tiny, it's so gross and it just like makes your skin crawl. And um, I don't know if that's how you feel about your ex, I guess <laughs> you can. Uh... I don't know. I, I feel like I just want to show the other side, which is like, obviously, we all feel how we feel about cockroaches, but like they going to outlive us all. Mm, that's true. And they are survivors. And so do you really want like your exes and your haters and your enemies to be like long thriving survivors, like to take the world after your demise? Like, I don't know if that's the message you want to be sending. That's messed up. The other thing I wanted to point out is uh, if um, you are a romantic, the Salt Shed is hosting a film series called Crying at the Shed, the 14th through the 16th, which is a series of films about love that will make you cry. So, for example, the first one, they're kicking off with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, a couple other indie films in there. Uh, And so if you're looking to cry on Valentine's Day... Um, we've got that for you too. See, we're very well rounded here at City Cash Chicago. We got events for everybody, <laughs> and, and they all sound pretty therapeutic. Whether it's naming a cockroach after your ex, or you know, shedding some tears, that sounds really nice. I mentioned it up top. It's a longer February. You know, not that much longer by a day, uh, but that makes it leap year. I, I feel for the people who who are born on the leap year, right? They hear the same joke every year. Every year. Every year. When is your birthday? How old are you? Are you only nine? Oh my God. (laughs) You look 50. If my birthday was on leap year, I would not shut up about it. (laughs) You know what's funny is I have a friend whose birthday is on leap year and he throws the biggest parties. Like I would do that. I could believe that. Big, big into it. 
All right. So what's your what's your what's your leap day trivia, Simone? Yeah, I got some I got some local leap day trivia for you, uh, and we will uh, buzz in if you think you have the right answer. Say buzz. Can you tell me, either of you, Michelle Jacoby, what nightclub that shared the name of a famous men's magazine first opened on Leap Day in Chicago in 1960? Buzz. Yeah. Gentlemen's Quarterly. No. Damn. No. It was the Playboy Club, which ran through 1986. Uh, Hugh Hefner is from Chicago, which I always forget because I always like associate him with... Uh, with Cal- I don't know, I just he's very Beverly Hills in my mm-hmm. brain, you know what I mean? But yeah, mm-hmm. the first Playboy Mansion was here and the, the Playboy Club as well first opened in Chicago in 1960 on Leap Day. I got one more for you. What Illinois city used to celebrate Leap Day by allowing unmarried women to jail and fine unmarried men for the day? <laughs> that sounds like some shit they were doing peaking. Uh, it was not peaking, Illinois. <laughs> Is it a bigger city or a smaller city? It is a city? much bigger city. Aurora. It was Aurora, Illinois. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, wow. but also, according to Vox, Joliet and Morris. And so this stems from uh, an old European tradition uh, where Leap Day was a day that women could propose marriage to men. But this kind of got translated down the line over the years. And between like the 1930s to 1980. Uh, cities in Illinois would, you know, replace all of the city council with women and the women would go around and jail bachelors uh, for it was this like weird sexist tradition of like, oh, what would happen if women ran the government? Uh, I, I was like, man, it like when you first said it, it just started off creepy and then it got worse and worse and <laughs> worse. Thank you, Simone. It, one thing we know you're going to bring. It's some random ass trivia, dog. Like that, <laughs> those two things couldn't be more unrelated to each other. And I love that. <laughs> I know there's a couple other seasonal activities I mentioned up top we didn't get to in today's episode, but don't worry. We got some delicious episodes cooking up about Mardi Gras, about Lunar New Year. So make sure you subscribe to City Cash Chicago wherever you get your podcast. And while you're at it, subscribe to our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago. I want to give another thanks to executive producer Simone Alisea. Thanks, Jacoby. Thank you to our producer, Michelle Navarro. Thanks, Jacoby. And before we let you go, if you're new here, thanks for rocking with us to the end of the episode. You know how you like it, what we do. We get down, don't we? Right? We, we got to know. We got to nice. Go on and rate and review us. You know, five stars. But if you've been here uh, with us for a while, you should have already did that whole rate and review process. Uh, so maybe consider becoming a member of City Cash Chicago. Goes a long way to supporting these event guides and all of the amazing conversations we have to help us get to know Chicago even better. Plus, when you join at any level, you can get some really damn cool perks. Become a member now at membership.citycast.fm. All right, before this auto plays into the next episode, some good news. Tonight, Big Kid's show is back at Dorian's in Wicker Park. Doors open at 8 and it's 10 bucks. And if you get there early enough, you might have a chance to perform in one of Chicago's coolest adult variety shows. We appreciate you for listening and reading. I'm going to be back bright and early tomorrow, breaking down some key stories from the week with Tony Hill from The Tribe and Samantha Smiley from Chalk Beach, Chicago. Please join us. Peace.
What, what what day actually kicks off spring? I know it's it not. It depends in on what. But. Well, yeah, that's uh the um spring equinox is in March. Uh, All right, so next next guy, next monthly guy, we're gonna be talking about. We're gonna we'll talk about so spring. We're, we're almost there. Will it feel like spring? Like does spring <laughs> does spring really happen until May? Maybe, but well. well well, what's up with the little groundhog, dude? Isn't oh, don't he, talk to me that... about the groundhog. Don't talk to me about the groundhog. <laughs> I think that's for city that's cats, for, Pittsburgh. That's, that's for Pittsburgh and Philly. They can talk about the groundhog. We're not talking about Phil here. This is, it's going to be cold our... regardless. <laughs> we already know. The shadow or not, it's probably going to be cold again. Let's be real. 